1: presented by AT&T connecting changes everything
0: getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets real steel Offer valid on select AK systems through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
2: The volume.
3: The Draymond Green Show is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You get payouts in as fast as two hours. There's so many bet types. My favorite same-game parlay bets. There's live betting, player props, futures. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. To get started now, sign up. Please use the promo code COLIN. C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel Sportsbook makes it
2: easy. Fuck Draymond. Fuck Draymond. Fuck Draymond. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Draymond Green Show. This is episode 38, and we're recording this Wednesday night, obviously, after game three loss in which... My performance was utterly ridiculous. But, and obviously, I fouled out and all of that jazz. But we'll get into that. First, let's just go into the game. Uh, The Celtics take game three, 116 to 100. Jason Tatum finished with 26 points, six rebounds and nine assists. Jalen Brown finished with 27, nine and five. Let's just get right into it. I think, you know, when when you look at those guys' stat line, especially for JT, I, I don't think the 27 points is something that you're like, I'm sorry, the 26 points is something that you're up in arms about. 26 points is a good night, but it's nothing out of the ordinary for him. Or I don't think you're really up in arms about the nine assists. But you are up in arms of if it's both. And so I think, you know, when when you look at uh, JT's stat line, and, and he brought a certain level of fire, competitiveness, and toughness to the game. Uh, he was attacking. But it can't be scoring and assists. You know, I think for us, you kind of have to pick one or the other. You have to take something away. And I don't think we did a very good job of that. I thought they, um, especially JT, I thought he drove into the paint quite a bit, uh, broke our defense down. Jalen Brown as well. I thought they both got into the paint, broke the defense down, and then obviously that's where you get the kickouts. That's where you get um, all these guys, you know, essentially playing well. And so for us, I think our point of attack, our defense at the point of attack Has to be a lot better. That was something that we talked about in Game One, or after Game One, and then we also spoke about it after Game Two, but it it being way different than it was in Game One, and then Game Three was kind of much of the same as Game One. So, I think you know, for us, um, we have to come with more force against those two guys. They can't just break us down and get into the paint, and that. Obviously, starts with me. um Before we get to me, we'll continue to talk. Uh, Dove, Steph, and Clay both shot well. um Steph finished with 31 points. Clay finished with 25 points, and that was good to see. Obviously, Steph has had a role in our series, but to get Clay going, uh, I thought that was a very big deal for us. And I think that was definitely something that we needed to do. Uh, and going in Game Four, that would be beneficial for us. However, in saying that, in that being beneficial for us and and knowing, you know, Steph's going to continue to do what he's doing, uh, been doing this entire series. Clay seemed to have found a rhythm tonight. And like I said, that very important. I have to hold up my end of the bargain as I had to after game one. Now, tonight may have been one of the worst games of my career. And I know people will say, "Oh man, you had two, three, four, or two, four, three, whatever it was. um, you played terrible, and I'll be one hundred percent honest with you i i am I would never be a guy that looks at a box score and say, I played good or I played bad because box scores don't always tell the story um but where I felt that I played terrible was uh, was my overall impact on the game. I didn't have the type of force." that I need to have in order for us to win at this level. And, you know, when I look back on it, I think I honestly, I, I totally outsmarted myself. Um, and, and coming into the game, you know, you hear all the chattering, you hear all the noise and, The noise gets closer and closer to you, and it's like, hey, you can't get into it with the rust. Hey, you have to be very careful. You can't go into the game like this. And not that I am blaming my performance on anybody because I don't blame anything for doing me on anybody. I'm a man of mine. I hold mine. I stand on it. And that's just that. But I think for me, I just let too much noise get into my head about all the other stuff. And so in turn, I let that, drag my intensity level down. I let it, um, you know, I, I'm going into the game like, all right, you know, I'm not going to say this. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to get a rough read, a chance to call a tech and blah, 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 blah. And I did the exact opposite of what I said I was going to do or what I needed to do. I did the exact opposite. I actually did what most people think I should do. And That just doesn't work for me. You know, that's not who I am. So ultimately, um, I have gotten to this position. And when I say I have gotten to this position, I mean, I am Draymond Green. I, you know, NBA player, NBA all-star, the list goes on and on. I've gotten there by simply being me and trusting in who I am, trusting in what I bring to the court and ultimately kind of just blocking out the noise because there's always noise. And then I didn't do that. And so I think for me, um, the biggest adjustment is just coming out and being Draymond Green. So I hear all the chatter and noise, and thank God it's only a day between games uh, and not the two days in between and then waiting all the way till 9 p.m. and having to hear all this junk. for a couple of days, I only have to listen to it for one day, so that is, if there's any silver lining, it's that but um, I think you know it's on me and I'll always take mine on the chin you know, you dish it, you gotta be able to take it, I'm cool with that and so I just have to play better, and as we know, like I said before, I play better we win and it's just that simple, so uh, big shout out to to my teammates and and how they approached the game and how we played the game. Uh down, I think we got down as much as 19 points. And then to come back there in the third quarter and take a 1 point lead uh says a lot about it says a lot about the group that we have. And for me, if I am holding up my end of the bargain and we take that lead, it keeps going. It doesn't stop. It doesn't you know, stall out and, and they get to go on, it keeps rolling. And so have to be better in game four, will be better in game four. Uh just kinda gotta find that rhythm and, and get emotionally locked into the game from the very beginning. And like I said, when I do that, we'll play well and we'll win. And so the goal is to go back to San Francisco tied up two to two, and I have no doubt in my mind that we are capable of doing that. Um, When, you know, I know everyone's going to say, oh, well, what's the big adjustment? Or, you know, once you get to the NBA finals, there are no big adjustments. Like, you know what they're going to do. They know what you're going to do. Now, who's going to play with more force? Who's going to get the loose balls? Who's going to do the dirty work? Who... That's who wins in the NBA Finals. Uh, And as you can see, they did that tonight. Um, 15 offensive rebounds. We've rebounded well this entire playoffs. Can't give up 15 offensive rebounds to a team that's come home. They out-rebounded us 47-31. to That right there alone, 15 offensive rebounds. So that just shows the force that they play with. they played like their backs was against the wall. They played essentially like they were down 0-2. And we didn't. I didn't. And because I didn't, we didn't. So, like I said, you know me. You know how I roll. I take it on the chin. When it's good, you roll with it and you feel good about it. When it's bad, you don't run from it. I'm never running from anything. I'm never ducking anything. I have to play better. It's it's, it's just that simple. And there are some things that I can come out and do. Number one, attack more. I think, you know, I, I didn't attack at all tonight. And that is a direct... And when I say attack, I mean offensively and defensively. I don't, you know, I'm not just going to sit here and talk, you know, or act like it's um just offense, like I need to be better, or it's just defense. No, I need to be better all around. I need to be the player that I am. I need to be the all-star that I am. And so... I have to be in attack mode, both sides of the ball. My guys feed off of that. That's what I bring to this team. I am the emotional leader of this team. And when you are, you know, to, to, to whom much is given, much is required. And my mom has always told me that uh, my entire life. To whom much is given, much is required. Much respect has been given. Much respect has been earned. Um, but with that comes a, a, a responsibility. And I didn't uphold that responsibility tonight. I didn't, I let my guys down tonight. So, like I said before, we we already gave a game away that we shouldn't have. You got to go take a game that you shouldn't get. That's game four. So I have a lot of say-so in that. I have a lot of control in that. And I have to make sure I use that the right way. I have to make sure I take advantage of that and bring to my team. What I know, I need to bring to my team. I have no doubt in my mind that I'll do that. Uh, been here before. Clay Thompson said after me, Dre, this is feeling very 2015 ish. Absolutely. Um, you know, being down to the Cavs two to one, um, and going in the game four, obviously down two one. Uh, we got that win. We rolled on and win the next two and win the NBA Finals. I see this being no different. I also want to discuss the last play where I fouled out. Um, you know, I think for me, and like my mind was gone in that situation because I heard Steph on the bottom of that pile screaming, like, ah, ah, and I realized they were on his legs. So for me, I was gonna take the foul just to get them off his legs and stop the play. So as you can see. I went and fouled and turned immediately back to him to make sure he's okay. And, you know, that's obviously going to be a storyline of Friday's game. Uh, Steph's health, how's he feeling? Obviously need to get a lot of treatment over the course of this next day and a half and put yourself in the best position to be as healthy as you possibly can. Nobody's 100% healthy in the NBA Finals. After an 82-game season, after three playoff series and in the midst of a fourth one, no one's 100% healthy. So have to understand that. Now that's obviously an acute injury; it's new, it's fresh, probably a little ginger and all of that. But trust in our training staff, trust in the work that Steph's all Steph always puts in. That he will be healthy and fine and ready to go on Friday. I'll be ready to go, and we go out here and we do what the Dubs do. You know, we go out here, we win a road game take control back of the series, and go back home. Um, Nothing changes, you know, like I said. There's no big adjustments coming, no big adjustments needed, other than the big adjustment is me and how I approach the game. And so, cool. Everybody say what they want. I'm cool with that, I roll with that. Everybody gonna talk, that's great, I love it. Please do. When you do, make sure you shout out the Draymond Green show because that always helps. I had a, I had a reporter ask me tonight. Like, until, The reporter said, he said, um, do you think, you know, do you worry that you're giving away X's and O's on your podcast uh, when you're doing a podcast, uh, that opposing coaches are watching you and they're taking the X's and O's that you're talking about and, 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 and they're using them? asked him, I said, um, no, not at all. But what X's and O's conversation did you take away from the podcast? He said, well, the only X and O conversation that I took away from the podcast was that you were referencing that, that, that when you were talking about how you need to stop Marcus Smart, Al Horford, and Derek White after game one. So that's the only X's and O's I took from the podcast. Said so oh, no. so you're just searching for something. You just you're, you're 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 of the masses that Draymond shouldn't be doing a podcast during the NBA Finals. Sorry, sir, but saying we need to stop Derek White, Al Horford, and Marcus Smart is not really X's and O's, unless that is as high as your IQ level reaches in the game of basketball. And if that is as high as your IQ level reaches, then I totally understand thinking that that is X's and O's. But that's not quite X's and O's. Nonetheless, this whole narrative of uh, Draymond's focused on podcasting and blah, blah, blah. Listen, y'all gonna get this podcast, like I told y'all, the beginning of these playoffs. This podcast ain't going nowhere. I'm going to leave the arena. I'm going to return to this hotel room. I'm going to return to my home when we're back in San Francisco. And I'm going to film this podcast. It will then be uploaded by Jackson. It will be edited by Jackson and uploaded by Jackson. And then you will turn this podcast on and you will listen. And that's just that. You're going to get this podcast. I, it baffles me. It's so funny when I when I hear people like, oh, you shouldn't be podcast. So what should I be doing when I get to my room? Like, should I go to sleep? Should I watch the film or the game? Because I'm going to do that anyway. So what should I be doing when I get to my room? I I want to know the 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 real answer from people that say, Draymond shouldn't be podcasting. So, I, I hear all the noise about the podcast. It's not going anywhere. You're going to get this podcast. If you don't want to listen, don't. But you're going to get this podcast. And if you want to talk about it, great. You know, I, I know, like, there's media people. I'm, I'm sorry that this podcast is probably doing better numbers than yours. But, or your attempt at doing a podcast, I I ain't the one listening. I mean, so... You know, there's other people listening, so be mad at them. But y'all going to get this podcast. Win, lose, draw. Hoisting the trophy. Putting my ring on my finger. You name it, y'all getting this podcast. So keep talking. Blah, blah, blah. Enjoy your news cycle tomorrow. Be great. And then make sure you listen to the pie. It'll probably be out before y'all news cycle start. So just make sure you check the podcast out because I'm going to keep giving y'all this podcast. Whether you like it or not. So you can keep complaining about it. You can mention it all you want. Y'all getting this pie. It's just that simple. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
1: Hi, checking in for...
2: Or
0: the perfect table.
1: Hey, where are you?
2: I also heard some, some rumblings about the uh, the comments I made about the 80s and 90s players and everybody talking about how everybody who played then is like, oh, man, you got beat up, uh, and they ain't do no beating up. Um, everybody then were enforcers and wasn't hitting people. It, it's just not the case. So stop it. Enjoy, though. Say all you want. If you need a spot on the pie, you want to come on as a guest, your resume may be good enough or maybe not, depending on who you are, and we'll see, but enjoy and appreciate it. That's all I got for y'all. But before we get out of here, as always, take a couple mailbag questions. Excuse Ginger in the background. Um, Going to take a couple of mailbag questions before we get out of here. I'll go check out this film. I haven't even eaten my dinner yet. So what some of y'all can learn is work ethic. How about that? Y'all can definitely learn work ethic. I haven't eaten my dinner yet. It's about to be 3 a.m. But it's fine. Because one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put the work in. that's why I am who I am. And you are who you are. Oh, I know what else I needed to speak about. The Boston fans, Hazel is pissed off by the way because they were chanting, fuck you, Draymond. Fuck you, Draymond. By the way, my name don't even rhyme with like that whole like chant. Like it don't, like your, like, you know, your chant is supposed to be like, you know, like if, if I had a one syllable name, like then it would work. Steph, Clay. Even if if it was like Wigs, Steve, it would work. But Draymond actually doesn't work. Shout out to my my mom for for the name. It's beneficial for me in this case. It it actually don't work. But on a serious note, um, I know Hazel is very upset just because our kids were at the game and they're listening to that. And quite frankly... I don't make much of it. I'm I'm, you know, uh for my daughter who's one, my seven-year-old's not here as she has school. Um, five-year-old, DJ, I'm raising a warrior, no pun intended. Like, I'm raising a man. So I don't make much of him him hearing that or seeing that. Like, it is what it is. And so for me, I don't make much of it. Like I said, my one-year-old, my baby girl isn't like, She probably can't even make out what they're saying. And then for DJ who can, like, this is what it is, man. This is what you got. And, you know, like I said before, he said he's going to be a coach. Maybe that's you one day that they're yelling at like that. But you've seen your dad go through it. And we okay. We walked out of there smiling with our head held high, me chasing him down the hallway and him having a good time. And that's how we going to walk out of there on Friday. But I think for me, um and for him to see that, I'm actually happy he saw that. I'm actually happy he saw that because for the rest of his life, we will have the opportunity to talk about you remember when I went through X, y, and Z when you were five, and you remember those people were saying this and saying that like it's okay, you can get through it. ain't no big deal, so that's all it is for me. um yes, my family is livid and Trust me, I get it. I totally understand. But for me, who's, who's, try, who's raising a young black man in America, for him to understand how this world works, for him to understand how America works, as opposed to how they say America works, that was just another example of it. And so, no harm, no foul. Fuck Draymond. Fuck Draymond. Fuck you too. Jackson, you got some mailbag questions for us before we get out of here?
3: Yes, sir. From DaMaria at da Maria Monea, do players ever look at the refs that are assigned to a game and use that for any sort of strategy?
2: I don't think you, you, you use it as any strategy. You just kind of know what to expect. Um, you know, when you see certain refs come, you, you just know what to expect. Referees call games differently. Um, just like players referees have tendencies and so i think when you see it you just know what to expect and what not to expect so uh, it's not really some strategy more so than just kind of alerting yourself from the fourth
3: splash bro at
2: i think that name i'm i'm gonna use my my blackness and i think that name is demaria jackson
3: okay my fault apologies demaria
2: possibly demaria Mm but you butchered it.
3: I did. You're absolutely right. And the second right.
2: name is Monet, not Monia. That's Monet.
3: Okay, see, for me, just to defend myself from where I, where I come from, being born in Hawaii, if I saw that name like that, I would say Monea. But I hear you. You're right. You're probably
2: right. You're probably right. That, that's all I'm saying. Wait, in Hawaii, you'd say what? Monea. What part of Hawaii are you from, Jackson. Uh,
3: I was born on Oahu in Honolulu, and uh, I didn't live there for very long. But my, my, fa- oh, so I still got a lot of family there. My mom grew up there. We go back there every year. So,
2: oh, so you do go back? Yeah, so yeah. So I can yeah. tag along on your vacation. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Say no more. We go sure. to Hawaii. Baby. I'll show you all the spots. We go to Hawaii, baby. <laughs> Let's go. All
3: right, from the fourth splash, bro, at Hoffmeister Thirty. Looking around the league now, you have players like Igudala and Haslam who bring most of their value in the locker room and with their leadership. Who do you see around the league near the end of their career sort of like those guys who would fit into a similar role?
2: Into a similar role for us or a similar role for them? Obviously, Hoffmaster, Meister, you can't really answer that question for us. So I'm going to decide which one I think you're asking. And what I think you're asking is, who else would fit into that role um, anywhere else around the league? Uh, that's a tricky one. And here is why. Because it's not up to me to say who's at the end of their career. You know, like, Andre's at the end of his career. That's no surprise. UD is at the end of his career. It's no surprise. It doesn't mean it's ending this year or ending tomorrow. But they're closer to the end than they are to the beginning. And so it's not really up to me to say who, who's, you know, who's at the end or who's not. Ultimately, you do understand, like, if I look around like at a DeAndre Jordan, who I still think DeAndre Jordan could play, but DeAndre Jordan's closer to the end than he is the beginning. Simply because I think he's in his 13th or 14th year. So just that alone by the numbers, you're closer to the end than you are at the beginning. But even less about him being close to the NDR beginning, I've always appreciated DeAndre's leadership. And I've always thought he's been very vocal and, you know, on the court, off the court. And he's been through a lot. Like, you know, a guy who came in 41st pick, I think, worked his way to all-star level, to all-NBA level, seen the top these last couple years, has seen the bottom, and not necessarily rock bottom, like, not like that, but just not at the peak DeAndre level. And so, like, I think someone like that, like DeAndre, who really, 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 I appreciate his leadership, and I know most people don't, and he's seven foot in athletic, so most people won't even look at him and be like, oh, man, that guy has some good leadership qualities. Uh, and And I've never had the opportunity to play with him, but just in what I've seen, and 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 the type of respect that he has amongst players, because guys do respect DJ, I think he will be good at some point in that role whenever he's ready to take that role. And I think he still feels, and I you, you see it, that he's still athletic. I think he still feels that he has a lot more to give on the court. Uh, but in saying that, whenever he's ready to take that role, I think he would be very good in it as well.
3: Last one from Anne Moselle at Annie M28. Tell us about your pregame or game day nutrition ritual.
2: Uh, My game day nutrition ritual is I don't eat before shoot around. I eat after shoot around. I eat a very tiny, tiny, tiny bit like two hours before the game. And then I eat after. And reason being is I, I hate feeling heavy when I'm going on the court. And sometimes you can eat too much food and feel heavy. So I'd almost rather be a tad hungry than a tad full because it, I just feel better, especially the older I get. Like, the lighter I am, the better I feel. So for me, um, it's not a ton of food being consumed because I, I just, I I can't, like, I go out there feeling heavy. I'm a disaster, like I said, especially at this point in your career, man, the older you get, you know, just carrying so much weight around is brutal for your knees. And so I eat very little on game days, Any, But that's it for our mailbag questions, which means that's a wrap on this episode. Until after game four, when y'all get this next pot, it's a wrap. Peace.